Hello and welcome to our podcast, Boozy Books and Movies, where my wife and I are going to get really drunk and talk about books and then how they compare to their movie or TV show counterparts. Hello, and welcome to Boozy Books and Movies. My name is Melina. And my name is Colton. And today, we're talking about the 10th episode of The Outsider, where it all goes down. It all goes down. (laughs) But first, alcohol. Mm -hmm. I have a big-ass mug in front of me with some uh, root beer. (laughs) It looks like uh, we're about ready to drink a nice, cool glass of root beer. But uh, take a little sip, clink. If you want to take a look at what this drink is and experience this with me, you can go on to our Instagram page at Boozy Books and Movies. Ooh, that's some good stuff. Is it actually root beer? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's crazy. There's something else in there, though. Well, obviously. It's meant to be like a root beer float, kind of, right? Yeah. So what What? What would comp like some sort of vanilla or... Um... It's something you wouldn't expect. Yeah. I can kind of get a slight hint of it, but... I may be drinking this all day. This is awesome. This is a Sunday morning, by the way. Just letting you guys know when we're recording this. <laughs> First time I've ever drank before, like, noon. I mean, it is, it is actually noon right now, but we started drinking at, like, 11.59, so... That's some good stuff. I dig that. It is a uh, Malibu. Malibu. Coconut okay. rum. Coconut. Interesting. Yeah. Coconut rum and root beer. That's know. awesome. It was a, a Pinterest find. Yeah. That's there sweet. wasn't like a name for the drink though, so it's just Malibu. It's literally like a root beer float to me. So what's the ratio? What's the root beer to Malibu ratio? I don't know. I poured the Malibu up to a little above where your glass is at, like now. So, I mean, there's quite a bit of root beer for it. I also didn't want to get... I was actually working an hour, so I didn't really want to, like, get drunk before work. <laughs> Probably good. <laughs> All right. Episode 10 of The Outsider. The title is Must, Can't, which if you remember from the book and the show and everything, Claude Bolton has must and can't on his fingers. Yeah, tattooed, like, tattooed. on his knuckles. Yep. So, yep. And it's directed by Andrew Bernstein. It was an hour and two minutes. And it's because they had some, like, extra stuff at the end. That's why this episode was a little longer. And the synopsis is pretty short. It's just the group finds itself in a climatic showdown in their last-ditch, desperate attempt to root out El Cuco. El Cuco. So, yeah, if you remember (laughs) uh, remember last week where we wrapped up episode 9, pretty much the whole crew, except for Howie and Claude and Seal, um, the rest of the group is at the cave system, Mm -hmm. and they're all getting out of their vehicles to go explore the cave and unfortunately seal told claude about their plans and so that means they tipped off the outsider and so the outsider made jack go to a rocky bluff and start raining down bullets at the group and when we left off we saw alex alex's brains splattered all over and some of it got on like ralph's face and stuff it's disgusting mm-hmm. and bad um and then we heard seven extra shots so that was the that was what we'd ha- what happened last time and it's about to get way worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
it's it's so what do we we see those shots at first right like yes we, and he didn't really hit anybody else at the time no so the seven shots was for nothing essentially because he yeah. was just like in a manic rage he of was like laughter. laughing and drinking and yeah. it was very strange and like he didn't seem like in the book i feel like he's it seemed like he was much farther away like because he yeah. had this like amazing sniper rifle yeah. i feel like this is just a regular rifle with a scope attached and mm-hmm. it was just like i feel like he was very close like they could and they could see him they could see it was him yes that's a big difference right because in the book they didn't know really who it was at first until they saw jack's truck yeah right and that was after all of the initial shooting right but yeah so he shoots his shots people some people are like stunned ralph is like stunned at first and then him and sablo they weren't expecting to get shot at well no (laughs) (laughs) but then uh ralph and sablo jump into action and start returning fire right guns and they're getting everybody behind cover so behind there's like three or four vehicles and they're all hunkering Mm -hmm. down behind them um but it kind of flashes to the cave system a couple of times and we can see like Claude, aka the outsider, actually the outsider, he's like screaming. Um, I don't know if it's just like out of frustration because Jack can't hit anything, or (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I think he was very drunk too. He had gone through most of a bottle of, um, right? I think it was Jack, yeah, it it was the Tennessee whiskey bottle. So I wonder if that, like, I I doubt the outsider made Jack drink that. So I wonder if Jack still had some sort of functionality to be able to drink alcohol. But, I mean, he was definitely having, like, an internal struggle the entire time with the outsider in him. So So Jack pauses to reload his rifle, and this is a moment of calm, and Ralph says that they need to get the fuck out of there. And then, once Jack is done reloading, he starts shooting Alex's dead body. Yeah. That was kind of weird. Well, but that's happened in the book. Happened in the book it too. Did. Yeah, I put down Jack is crazy drinks <laughs> <laughs> alcohol and yeah. So Ralph like knew it was Jack right away and was trying to like reason with him. Jack, we don't have to do this or whatever he said. I don't know, but but yeah. That is when Howie arrives in his oh, SUV gosh. with Claude and Seal yep. chilling up, and they um, have no idea what's going on. Ralph says, get the fuck out of here. Like, like just <laughs> drive away, basically. Because they pulled up right in front, like, in between the group and Jack. Right. And so their vehicle was in, like, clear fire sight. Right. And so then he, like, squeals out of there, and then Seal and Claude and Howie all get out, and Seal immediately with his gun starts lighting up the place and starts firing back at Jack because he's yeah. a, a redneck and he's... I think it was... I don't know if it's necessarily, like, just that or just, like, the audacity, like, for someone to mess with his brother. Yeah, I guess. That's true. I think that was kind of what... Yeah. Okay. He was, he was trying to get back at the outsider because he didn't know that that wasn't the outsider. That's true. Yeah. Because he would not have known who Jack was. Right. So, I mean, I guess he could tell that it didn't look like Claude, but mm-hmm. that's, I mean... Right. So... Uh, for a moment, Jack stops shooting, but that's because the snake kind of um, mm-hmm. slithers up, and so he uses his rake and, like, tosses the snake away. Right. And then he immediately gets back down and shoots Seal straight in the chest. Um, and Seal, like, flies backwards in typical action movie fashion. Yeah. <laughs> 
and, and lands then, next to Alec. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Sablo gets shot in the shoulder, mm-hmm. like in the book. Right. Um, but and there's, then, I feel like there's not, we don't see, like, a lot of blood coming from him. Like, it's yeah. just, like, like they didn't, like, try and, I don't know if it was low budget or just didn't want to. Well, I think the people that were shot and killed, it was definitely very clear. And then with right. Sablo, they wanted to make sure, make it clear that he wasn't killed. And right. so maybe that's why they try to make it seem like his injury wasn't as bad. You yeah. Know? Because when he shot Seal, his body flew. But when Sablo got shot, it was just like an, ow, my arm! and then he like yeah. walked away you know right <laughs> yeah because in the in the book he like they had to like drag him and he was yeah. like sitting right and he couldn't even like get up yeah in the in the show he definitely like he was still standing he was still shooting with his other arm yeah but yeah claude runs over to try to drag seal's body behind cover and how he's like what the fuck are you doing and he's like all right i'll help you so he runs over and helps drag seal's body away Mm-hmm. Yeah, Howie's a real champ throughout the. I know, right? <laughs> what a legend. So then Andy, remember Andy and Holly? <laughs> They're hiding behind a truck. Yeah, Andy, who we think's creepy. Creepy Andy. Well, he's like looking at his phone because he wants to call for help and mm-hmm. there's no signal, obviously. And so he looks over at the SUV that Howie and, st- and them mm-hmm. drove in and he, and he looks back at Holly and he looks back at the SUV and Holly's like, don't do it. Don't stop. Stay here with me. But then Andy gets up and sprints over to the SUV or van or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and he gets in it to try and um, go get help. So right. he, he struggles to get the key in, shakes, and then he... Well, yeah, because he has this, like, he's trying to do this all, like, hunch down in the seat without poking his head over the steering wheel at all because he's being shot at. <laughs> right, yes, because as soon as Andy started sprinting that way, Jack focused his attention on him. Mm-hmm. And so then he's trying to get it going and he's backing up, trying to get out of there. And all of a sudden, it you know zooms back over to Jack, and we see him drooling all over his gun. Yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> and then he takes a shot. Andy stops moving, and the van or the SUV starts rolling backwards towards the group because we're to assume that Andy was shot in the head. Well, and his arm flopped out. Yeah. yeah. So like when he was, his arm was limp, like you could see that. So yeah, oh, yeah. It's definitely. And then Jack starts shooting at the gas tank. Yep. And so fuel starts pouring down. And so Holly tries to go run mm-hmm. for it, and mm-hmm. Howie's like, "No, don't." And then Howie goes and runs turn towards a vehicle that the gas is pouring out of, mm-hmm. and Jack is shooting at. Yep. And then, well, everything kind of explodes and goes up in flames. <laughs> and so we know, and then you see Howie's body fly back, all burnt, like, uh, like on, fire. on fire. Yeah. So we know Howie's gone. And then so is Andy. Yep. So let's take stock. So we, so so even if Andy was still alive, oh, he is he's now dead completely now. charred, yes. burned alive. Yeah. So we have Alec dead. Yep. Seal. Yep. Howie. Yep. Andy. Yep. Okay. So that's who we have dead so far. Mm-hmm. And Sablo, Yun Sablo, is shot. Shot. Yep. But he's alive. Yes. And, and so somebody, who do we have alive? <laughs> somebody shoots Jack's alcohol bottle at some point too. I don't know mm. when that happens, oh, I don't but it happens somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, so he has no more alcohol. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. He just <laughs> we just talked about all the people he killed. <laughs> There's no poor guy involved. <laughs> um, so so, <laughs> so we have Ralph Yoon's alive but shot. Holly Claude. Yes. Yep. That's who we have left. And that's another difference from the book is that Claude and his mother 
in the book did not go here. Right. They had no involvement here. In the show, it was Claude and his only living relative, his brother Seal, and Seal's dead, so. So that's another, that's an additional person that has died from the book to the show, and Andy, also another additional person in the show, has also died. Yep. (laughs) So the extra people, you're not making it. (laughs) I mean, in the very beginning, when we started getting introduced to all these extra people, we literally, like, Andy, we literally said the whole time, like, he's gonna die. He's gonna die. He's gonna die. We said it last episode, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was just, like, a fact that we knew. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So this is when Holly is just kind of, like, shocked, and she's, like, accepting the loss of Andy, who she maybe kind of thinks that she loves. You know, she didn't, um... Well, what'd you say? He came here for me? That was later in the episode, I think. But she said he came here for me. Oh, yeah, Like, I don't think, I don't think she loved him, but she felt bad that he sacrificed himself because of her. Right, the only reason why he was at the campgrounds with Holly is because he came here to be with her or whatever, to see Mm -hmm. it through, essentially, is what Mm -hmm. we all have to think about that. We'll we'll put a pin in that. Yep, put a pin in that. Remember that little kind conversation we'll yeah. use it later <laughs> so holly starts walking towards uh i think the vehicle where andy is char alive and this is when jack starts to take aim at her um ralph is screaming at her to come back to safety because he doesn't want oh, another shit. person to die um but jack hesitates and i think it's because it's, it's it was holly and holly did yeah. like had a conversation with him and yeah, she, she remember, tried to help him jack was the one who picked her up at the airport and they traveled together mm-hmm and then, yeah, so she was nice to him. Yes. And then, I mean, obviously when he basically kidnapped her and shot at her from the gas station she was driving away, that, like, you know, ended their friendliness. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Apparently this... Jack felt bad for her, even though he had tried to shoot and kill her before. Yeah, I don't know. He hesitated, yeah. Well, but he's, he's just having a terrible internal struggle with the outsider and then what he truly wants. But Holly screams, damn you to hell! And for some reason, Jack drops his gun, and we see the outsider inside of the cave system scream, mm-hmm. um, and in turn makes Jack's neck way worse mm-hmm. and hurt way worse. And so Jack also screams, and Which you is can see funny his because... neck. Yeah, causing Jack this much pain isn't going to make him pick up the gun and shoot faster. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it, his neck is just bad. It's so bad. It looks so awful. It's so pustulated and yeah, all that stuff. Red and yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so then the snake shows up again mm-hmm. and bites him, and all we hear is him screaming even more. Well, we saw like him like facing the snake, and he just like kind of smiled before it like bit mm-hmm. him. <laughs> yeah. Like, so he was definitely just accepting it. This point, he's like, kill me. <laughs> well, he's like, he's beat up, he's oh, yeah. pustulated, he doesn't want to do this, but he's being forced to against his will. Well, he's he just knows in bad shape. At this point, even if he does survive this, he shot and killed four people. Oh, yeah. Like, he's never getting out of prison if he does survive this. Right. Um, Holly turns back to the group, says, Jack is down. And that Sablo needs to save his ammo and stop shooting at him. And then she says, it's time. 
<laughs> essentially saying, we're getting that motherfucker an outsider. We flash over to Claude. He's cradling his dead brother. Super yeah. sad. Sablo and Ralph and Holly are kind of conversing and they essentially say, all right, Sablo, you stay behind. And so, you know, because he's shot and wounded or, or whatever, you know, we don't want you to get killed just because you are already injured. So he's mm-hmm. staying behind um, and he's like, okay, that's fine. I can, you know, I can shoot with my left hand, you know, whatever. Um, so Ralph and Holly start to go towards the cave, but then we see Jack limping using his gun as a crutch and he is walking towards them so ralph and sablo um you know point their guns at him and say stop (laughs) um we see that his face is so like swollen it doesn't even look like the same person basically because the snake got to him and so he's poisoned he's just fucked up man he's just so toast he's just he's like basically just as fucked up as he was in the book just in the book he was just like a fat old man in the book and he was like a like we had talked about the comparison that he was like much more like active fit person right in the show so far yes jack says he is in there kill him and then he wraps his mouth around his gun and blows his brains out yep (laughs) pretty pretty gross because in the book ralph actually was the one that shot him but jack still like asked him to he was like kill me like (laughs) and then jack did yeah in the book it well because ralph and holly had made it like halfway up the like summit or whatever and then they met jack and then yeah because he's he was like yeah this fucked up in the book too but he um yeah he kept like he was aiming at them he was oh yeah yeah because the outsider was like forcing him to still try and shoot them yeah but so this shows that he definitely had like a little bit more control maybe or maybe Mm -hmm. he had kind of broken he was just so much in pain that he had kind of probably broken away from the outsider's control a little Mm -hmm. bit because he was so close to death but Mm -hmm. so i think that's kind of the comparisons there yep so then ralph and holly enter the cave and they start going downstairs and rock cliff facing you know it's just like it's the path to go down into the to the bear cave Mm -hmm. or whatever and they see a railing and they notice that i think it was like the outsider's blood on the railing Uh, holly had a uv flashlight oh that's what it was okay Uh because it was like kind of a purpley light yeah so she concludes that the outsider is scared of falling because his splooge was on the railing and so he was obviously holding on to the railing because he doesn't want fall yeah so from that she goes he can die because he's scared of falling yeah okay gotcha because before this they were debating on if the outsider could be killed or not and they were like well we kind of just have to go in this assuming he can be killed that Mm -hmm. way like they know they're not just walking to their death but which most of them did anyway but true (laughs) so they find some bodies of humans and skeletons of humans Mm -hmm. that the outsider has eaten and holly says he's feeding and then ralph says this is like breadcrumbs from hell (laughs) Um, They find the sign for the bear cave, which they've kind of flashed to a few times. So they know that they're getting to the bear cave and they're going the right way. Um, And they see X's on the walls that were from the rescue party from the 40s that was trying to find the the group of people before the cave collapse. Right. And they find the actual cave collapse and they see that there's some names etched on the rock. And Mm -hmm. they see, you know, all the names of like the the Boltons um, on there and all the other people that died in that right. cave collapse too, um, and then they find like an armadillo with its gust with its guts hanging out, um, and then this is when they hear the outsider say, "Watch your step as you're coming in. You haven't come all this way just to turn back now." So they keep going, and they find the outsider, and it looks like Claude, and. 
the outsider says, Claude doesn't know you. Uh, well, the outsider says, oh, hello there, you know, whatever, Ralph Anderson and Holly. Claude doesn't know your your last name, but he thinks about you all the time, which is kind of creepy. What yeah. does that mean? Why does Holly, Why does the real Claude think about Holly all the time? I don't know. So, I don't know. And then the outsider says, Holly, it's thanks to you that I'm in this situation right now. If it wasn't for you, I'd be doing just fine. Yeah, you would have been <laughs> just going on killing kids. Yep. <laughs> um, and so he... He's, they start asking each other questions. So the outsider's like, how was it so easy for you to believe in me? And how did you get someone like Ralph Anderson, the sheriff, to, to go along with it? Um, and instead of answering, Holly says, what is your name? Where do you come from? Are there more people like you? And then that's when the outsider's like, whoa, have you seen people like me? You know, he's interested, generally interested. Yeah, because he... I mean, obviously he's, like, been by himself if he doesn't know if there's more or not, which mm-hmm. we we kind of do know there's more because of the situation with Samuels in the last episode mm-hmm. where they found another body in the same, like, way. way. Right. So we so do... We, we, we were alluded to that there is yes, another Yes, but outsider. this is, like, yeah, but Ralph and Holly don't know that. Yes, right. <laughs> so... Yes. Well, unless Holly has, in the book, we know she had seen another one of his kind potentially yeah potentially right. i mean she didn't like necessarily confirm it but right. it was just like and th- she had kind of said like the other one a couple of times so like in the book so we think that yeah that she had met another outsider before but we don't know any of that in the show yes yep ralph is like saying for them to, to shut the fuck up essentially um because he just wants to kill the outsider and so he's pointing his gun at the outsider but the outsider says go ahead pull the trigger the cable collapse <laughs> Big, mm-hmm. and then he yells like will the real claude bolton please stand up and then like rocks like settle and are shifting and mm-hmm. so they know that if they shoot a gun the, the cave, cable like yeah, collapse. something's gonna happen to yes. the cave. Right. The outsider says, they are here, you know, the rescuers from the rescue party from the 40s. Uh, The outsider says, the four Boltons buried here give off a certain glow um, that he's attracted to or whatever. Mm. Um, And Ralph again says, Holly, stop asking questions, but she keeps going. Why children? Why do do you eat children? Why specifically children? And the outsider says, because they taste the sweetest. (laughs) That's disgusting. Uh, yep. <laughs> Holly, uh, well, the outsider is continuously walking towards them, trying to get closer and closer. Yeah. And Holly says, Ralph, get away from him. The outsider is poison. You, if he touches you, you'll... Become Jack. <laughs> become Jack, essentially, yep. And so they shouldn't get close to him. And the outsider is about ready to, like, pounce on him, essentially, when Claude Bolton walks in with a gun, a big shotgun. Yep, he just waltzes in, guns blazing, ready to go. Yep. <laughs> well, and then they kind of, yeah, Ralph and Holly had said, they're like, don't, don't shoot. Like, right. this is all, because he didn't, you know, he wasn't there when the cave shifted a minute ago. True. So, right. he, I mean, I don't know if he doesn't know that, or doesn't care. Or, or, yeah, or just doesn't fucking care at this point. I mean, the guy basically brought his brother dead, like made his mm-hmm. brother die. So yep. he, I think he was just ready to get revenge more than anything. Yep. So they, Holly and Ralph both say, Claude, please put down the gun. <laughs> but instead, Claude shoots the outsider in the chest and the cave immediately starts to collapse around them. Holly and Ralph start to run, but the outsider's laying on the ground, and the real Claude is standing over him. 
Eventually, they, uh, Ralph and Holly come back, and they find Claude trapped by a rock that had fallen. Mm-hmm. And they release him, and he says, I'll be fine. And then this entire time, we're going, but is that the real Claude? Right. Because we weren't, like, sure. Yes, yeah. And then they hear something rustling, and so Ralph goes to investigate with Holly close behind him, and he finds the outsider, we think, um, mm-hmm. with a piece, a big chunk of wood or a rock or, like, a stalagmite yeah, or whatever hanging out of his chest. yeah. Stabbed right through his chest. Yep. Holly asks Plus for... Plus the gunshot. Right. So that's how, I mean, technically we know that it was the outsider yeah. on the ground. Yep. Holly asks for Ralph's knife, and she goes in and stabs the outsider in the chest, and then they leave the knife in his chest. And so they think that's sufficient, and so they go and help Claude up. Holly and Ralph walk out, and they're carrying Claude with them, but then Ralph sees two creepy teenagers, which we later find out one is his dead son. We don't know who the other one is. The we other quite girl. figure it out. Yeah. But it's like in his in his mind because mm-hmm. Holly walks right past him and so does Claude, but Ralph like sees them in his mind and it's like a warning sign. Hey, turn around. <laughs> this isn't done yet. And so Ralph goes back mm-hmm. and Do you want to leave it off here? Good hanging stopping point. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. So tune in next week to see what Ralph does (laughs) to the outsider. (laughs) Yep. And the conclusion of this epic... 10 part series and a major we're on the episode like 44 or 45 of the of, podcast episodes of yeah. the outsider episodes right. between book and show man it's been a crazy ride but, it has it's been yeah. well over a year of us right working on this i know it's nuts. been i mean it's been really interesting though mm-hmm. like this wasn't i mean yes it was long but it's been an interesting it was an interesting thing to do yeah. So yeah, tune in next week to see the or to hear the conclusion <laughs> of the TV show and what happens to uh, to Ralph and the Outsider. Yep. And Holly and what happens to the whole crew that's left standing. The whole shebang. The people <laughs> that are maybe alive. Yep. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening, and you can find us on Instagram under Boozy Books and Movies. That is all spelled out, no spaces. Our Twitter is at Boozy Book Movie. Our email is boozybooksandmovies at gmail.com. And our PayPal uses that email also if you'd like to donate to us. Thanks so much, and don't forget to listen every Monday.